evening. Good evening. And possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you're listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in to another edition of the Shallow Oceans Podcast. I am a mere mortal man, simply enjoying this thing we call life, a shepherd of consciousness helping those find the way if they're lost and not sure which way to stay, and somebody who has been through the transversities of this life and has transpired in so many different directions, I've come back to let you know that it's really not as deep as you think. And tonight's topic is something that I have had the hardest time doing in this life, but I know with great trials and tribulations, and as you elevate your conscious level and slowly level up in this thing, this game we call life, the challenges are going to get harder as well, and the skill factor, I guess you could say, required to overcome these things is going to need to evolve and level up with it as well. Tonight's topic is something I'd like to call learning to let it go. Now, I could break out in a song like a Disney movie and start singing, let it go, let it go, let us something, something never saw the movie, but let it go. I could start singing that, but the concept of what I like to say, letting go, is as simple as I could possibly make it. Just let go. Stop fighting. Stop searching. Stop trying. Stop being in control. Stop trying to fine-tune every attribute of your life and trying to make it the most perfect way possible, holding on to things because you don't know how to say goodbye. You're not trying to move on to the next chapter. You're not trying to let people say their wishes or well goodbyes. You're not trying to let them go as they wish. You're not trying to let people move on. You're not trying to... All of these things. I don't care what it is, what attribute, or what life lesson or within life it is attested to. You need to start learning to let it go. Your life is not meant to be in one place the entire time. You are not supposed to keep people planted in one place their entire time. Your entire making of who you are is motion. You are vibration. You are frequency. Everything you do, everything you say, everything you feel, and every place you go has life in it. It has its own currency and frequency. And the moment you truly stop moving is when you officially die. You have to move forward and let it go. Just stop holding on to it. There are so many bright things in this life and so many places that you can go if you would just let it go. And it really is that simple. I could end the show right here and say, no matter what problems you're facing, no no matter what situation you're undergoing, No matter where you may be, where you may end up, where your life is taking you, no matter if a person is trying to come or go, a job opportunity is showing itself, your own situation with holding on to things from your past or trauma, the future, you're so ridden with anxiety because you don't know where it's going to go, just let it go. And there's nothing left to say about it, truly. I've been through too many things within these recent years of my life to really still not understand that simple narrative. I've had people come into my life recently that I thought something amazing could have come from it. And it did. I was able to learn some incredible lessons that I still haven't truly mastered. So when someone comes into my life, I treasure it. And in doing so, it helps me to obtain the thing I've been searching for. Unconditional love. The truest form 
of divinity. To become divine, you must be within and around everything. You cannot hold anything. Nothing is your possession. The greatest man of our time, one of them, I'll say one of the greatest men of our time, he said in a song, imagine, imagine a world with no possessions, no countries, no borders, no hell above us or hell below us, heaven above us, no nothing. What's left to fight for? Imagine it, a world of peace, a world of tranquility, a world of unity, a world where we're just being us. But we can't get to that because we can't let go. Your entire life has been built off lies. You are not who you think you are. You used to be giants. Back when we had giant trees and the oxygen levels were so massive, they show you this with dinosaurs. But you just don't believe that we were attuned or lived with them. And that's fine. You can believe in whatever time chart, timeline you would like to. But the truth of the matter is we used to be much bigger. We used to live much longer until something came here, changed it all up, and also altered every part of us. And that's the craziest part is, is that we still haven't attuned to the simplicity of letting it go. It doesn't matter anymore. Everything is in motion. Your life is going to take you exactly where you need to be, even if you try to fight it. Trust me, it'll take you longer to get there, Trust me, it's going to make you kick and scream, and it's going to piss you off a lot of times because you're going to take a lot of detours, a lot of back steps, a lot of everything, but you're still eventually going to get to where you need to go. So rather than holding on to all of these things that you identify with, let them go. Whether it be a person, whether it be a job, whether it be a family member, a friend, a hobby, a passion, whatever, let it go. I know it sounds fun and catchy to say, well, you're eventually going to die in this life, so you might as well find something you love and let it kill you. No, let it go, okay? You're better than your nicotine addiction. You're better than your energy drink addiction. You're better than your meat addiction. You're better than your people-pleasing addiction. And you're also better than your attention-seeking as well. If you truly are that bored, and you are somebody who is so divisive and so sinister, you don't even notice it, and you try to mask it, with goodness, consciousness, and life, and you use people around you to just benefit the moment and to make it interesting, you are literally a leech. And you need to let that go. Imagine having something amazing in front of you, whatever it could be, and you're too plugged in to even see it or notice it. And a once in a lifetime opportunity does come. Trust me, it's like Haley's Comet. I think they say you're lucky if you see it once in a lifetime, maybe twice. But since we're all capped to live 125 max, you're going to be lucky to see it maybe twice. There is going to be once-in-a-lifetime opportunities, once-in-a-lifetime people, once-in-a-lifetime job opportunity, once-in-a-lifetime experience. But if you are not letting things go, how can you be open for it? I truly challenge you. You have two hands. At least most of us do. Maybe you have four. Maybe you're Garu, Guru from Mortal Kombat with four arms, whatever his name was. You usually have two hands, okay? And you can only carry so much in two hands. Now, let's say your hands are completely full of things you love, things you identify as, the person you are, the people around you, everything. Let's say it's full to the brim and something unbelievable comes by you, but you gotta pick it up quick because it's not gonna stop. 
are you going to be able to drop everything? Or are you going to try to quickly go, well, I can let this go. I can make room by letting this go. But I know I have so much already here, so maybe I can let this go. Oh, maybe, maybe it's just not the right time. There is no time. It's all now. You chose to pass on your moment. And that's up to you. Trust me. Great things are still going to happen. But you might have just missed yours. It's the Polar Express, baby. You got your ticket, the caboose is here, and we're still moving forward. Would you like me to stamp it and put you on board? Or are we going to keep moving forward? You can't miss these opportunities because they will be an experience of a lifetime. This entire world we're living is an experience. Trust me. That's why we're filled with emotions. That's why you're filled with all of these attributes that make it negative and also positive. Because if you have neither, how do you know what anything is? I'm chasing neutrality. It's going to take me a long time. I'm chasing divinity. It's going to take me a long time. But here's the trick. There is no time. So I'm tricking myself. See how I did that? I'm allowing myself time to space it because I just don't want to do it today. Isn't that crazy how we just caught that? You can do anything you want. I don't care what your circumstances are. I've seen people who are in relationships for over 20-something years and meet somebody so incredible to them, it changes their perspective on reality and life. And that is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Do you know how close-minded we are now in today's world? We don't even search for the truth anymore. Do you know what all of our discussions chase? Being right. That's why we love politics, we love sports, We love religion. We love anything where I can be right and you're wrong. Flat earth, round earth, who cares? I'm chasing truth. I want to know what is. And trust me when I say truth is not black and white. It's somewhere with gray as well. And additives and subtractives from both sides. That's the trick. And that's why neutrality doesn't exist. There's got to be good and bad. You can't let it go, can you? You still are stuck with your morals and values that aren't even yours. Aren't you? You're stuck in this fabrication of relationships and think, well, I, I have to. It's my significant other. I love them. Do you? Do you really? Or are you just telling yourself that? Do you even know what love is? I know it's a fun song by Hathaway. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. What is love? That little verse explained everything. What is love? Because I'm tired of getting hurt. True love is unconditional. True love is nothing but forever flowing. And it has enough to go around for everybody. No, this isn't some hippie shit. No, this isn't saying that you should have 17 wives. You only need one reflection. When I look in a mirror, I don't see seven of me. This isn't a crazy house. I'm not going into a fun house and jumping in there and saying, look it, there's 20 billion of me. (laughs) No, when you look in your reflection, you see only yourself. That is what you should see in your partner, yourself. Please remember this. Your partner is a reflection of you and also your friends. When I meet you, I'm going to see who your family, your friends, and if so, your partner, significant other is over truly defining you. Because when I can see who all of them are, then I know who you are. And you can fight me on that all you want. If you hang out with millionaires, I have a hard time believing you won't be a millionaire. If you hang out with drama queens, I have a hard time thinking you're not going to try to spill some tea. 
If you hang out with people who are driven, motivated, and passionate, I have a really hard time thinking you're sitting on your ass eating potato chips. The truth of the matter is, you don't want to let your ego go. You are too attuned with yourself, and you think you are the center of the world. I know I'm not. I'm merely a splash in the river. And what I'm doing with it is enjoying the wave. And for some reason, the less I do of myself, the more I become myself. The less I prioritize the things that I think I need, the more I get what I need. The less I chase these urges and human instabilities of emotions and this, the chasing of flesh, the more I can see who you really are. Sure, you can put a beautiful woman in front of me right now. And I can admit she's beautiful. But what does that mean? What does it truly mean when beauty is only skin deep? You're telling me I can only see the skin? Whew! Gotta let that go, my boy. You gotta see who she really is. And she will tell you without telling you. You have to be so hyper-asphyxiated with growing that there is nothing that's going to stop you. You have to be like a tree. When a tree starts to grow and something stops it from getting the light in a specific amount of area where it has grown, it starts to branch out and grow where the sun is. You need to do the same. It doesn't mean you cut off what you have. You stop and move where you need to go. You let it go. I don't know how else again to say this to you. You are being trapped by these narratives you have placed upon yourself. You are consumed by the person you believe yourself to be. You can still not answer me this question of, who are you? And I know you can't, because we're still here talking about it. I know it's not gonna be an easy question. And I know the hardest thing in life to do is to truly let it go. Do you wanna know one of the most mind-altering experiences I've ever had? And I don't think I've ever told it on this show. It's been a psychedelic trip I took many, many years ago, when I did mushrooms for the first time. Now, before this point, I have been somebody who was very attuned and very open, but still heavily sedated with reality, and still so conformed to the wanting and urges of my genetical track, of my predisposed notion through hereditary and chromosome-based molecules within my DNA to be a heterosexual male. I was stuck within all of these formatics. I thought, gotta find a wife one day. Gonna have to start a family. Gonna have to have to pave the road outside and do all the things with my fam and carry the lineage of my name. Even though one day my whole name will be gone. So there's no point to worry about the name. The presence is all that exists. The energy and light you reflect is what shines in through others. So stop worrying about something stupid as a name. Stop being so hyper asphyxiated with who... Oh, I just, I don't know. Is it Devin? Is it Jamal? I'm so stuck. No, it's neither because you don't know who you are. So stop playing around with people and focus on you. Let it go. It's so simple. If you're somebody, and I'll get back to my psychedelic trip. I'm just on a rift right here. If you're somebody that has to go to other people for advice on your own life decisions, what are you doing? I'm not saying you shouldn't get a consensus of a roundtable discussion or to vent to somebody, but be careful who you vent to because eventually they're gonna give you an insight or they're gonna give you an opinion or they're gonna tell you what to focus on. But remember, they are not you. You are yourself and it's a reflection. And in that reflection, you might reflect the wrong thing back at yourself and say something only they can say because they are only themselves. I can only give you advice through things I have lived through and the things I would do if I was experiencing it. That's what advice is. 
I can only give you things to do that I would do. So you know what I prefer to do? I give you an overview of what you're going through and exfoliate and accentuate on the narrative of what your health, your life, your physical attributes, the things you should focus on, not the decisions you should make. I point you in the right direction, but I don't tell you where the path will lead. That's the difference. Be very careful who you open up to because your mind will become theirs. And then you're stuck and you cannot let it go because now you've made decisions based on other people's attributes and insights. And now you're stuck in a place you wouldn't have been if you chose for yourself and listened. Meditate, ground, go outside fast, stop eating junk food, go to the gym, work on yourself, focus on your ability to concentrate your mental focus on apprehending the moment and accentuating the visions that come within your mind and truly become attuned to the moment because that's all there is and you will know what to do. I have failed so many times in my life. I'm still failing. I failed one of the most biggest events of my life recently. And I'm so thankful I did because it showed me how much more I still have to learn. And that's why I'm still in front of you. This psychedelic trip was one of the most enamoring experiences I've ever had. This is back when I was only 23 years old. So about 10 years ago now, a decade, 10 years ago, I was working it in and out, still trying to figure out my life, trying to decide where to move forward because that's the hardest decision for people to do is to figure out what the hell am I going to exchange my energy for for money so I can at least enjoy some of it while I'm giving a part of my life. I met some people through work, only knew one of them, was hanging out one night, still listless, still soulless in a sense because I still didn't have the direction of purpose of what I was doing, so I'm floating. When you have no direction, you're driving in circles, right? So I ended up hanging out with these guys. We all went out, went to a hookah bar, chilled, whatever. And somebody brought up the narrative. You guys want to do some shrooms tonight? Everybody was down. I thought, why not? I've never experienced it. I was open, but I didn't know what I was getting into. We go to the house. We all take an eighth of mushrooms on an empty stomach. Now, if you don't know what an eighth is, that's like over 3.5 grams of mushrooms, caps and stems. And you should normally take on your first adventure, maybe a gram to a gram and a half. Just experience it. Yeah, I did enough for three people, okay? When I say... The trip was one of the most dark, enlightening, terrifying, and also heartwarming experiences I've ever had. I'll take you on this adventure tonight and tonight only. So we take the mushrooms. We're all sitting in the garage having a conversation. One person decided not to take them. Bad choice. You can't go on a trip if somebody stays behind. I don't care what you say. If you and your girlfriends, your friends, your family, whatever it is, it's not home alone. What happened in Home Alone? Crazy how when they all left on the plane, already in motion, she's literally on the plane and goes, Kevin, the entire trip is ruined because you left somebody behind and you can now not focus on what's in front of you. You're worried and petrified and letting yourself get consumed by what was left behind. Just a fair warning, trip yourself or with others and all included. Also, I'm going to preface it this as well. I highly recommend everybody does at least one psychedelic trip in their life because you need to experience more. You need to see past the veil. I consider them a cheat code because for a brief moment of time, you're going to see what else is out there. And you're also going to experience you are not your flesh. You are not your body. This world is not what you see. It is not hallucinogenics. This is truly attunement to the other frequencies of the world. Your eye scale of light frequency and fragmentation is so minuscule, just like your hearing and everything else, we can't even see what the F is around us. Kind of crazy how cats stare at random places in the walls. Probably because they're slit eyes, 
and their hybrid genetics with snakes. When I took this mushroom trip, it starts to hit you out of nowhere. So about 30 minutes go by, we're all just talking, conversating, and it sounds like out of nowhere, a clap goes off and the lights switch colors. So almost from like a white light, it turns into a mid hint of blue. Everybody looks at each other and says, let's go for a walk. We all get up and we go outside. And when we go outside and you look up at the sky, it was nighttime. It was a little bit of a cloudy day. Where the clouds were, it was just like gray blurs. But past the clouds where the sky was, it was like a radiating rainbow of sunshine as an ocean water. I saw it flowing, rippling past the clouds. And it was beautiful. As we're sitting there, everybody's starting to talk and get a little bit more open and conversating. Somebody decided to spark a blunt, which is marijuana in like a tobacco leaf, right? So they're passing it around. And when I grab it, I took a hit, inhaled it, felt it go deep inside of my lungs and exhaled it and felt the breath literally entering me and leaving me. And then all of a sudden on my hand where I was holding the blunt, I felt ants crawling all over my hand. Little ants, microscopic, covering my entire hand. I started to look down. I was like, what is going on? So I pass it to the other guy, and as soon as I pass it, it went away. And I thought to myself, ooh, that's accentuating something. I need to chill on that. So they're passing around talking. And as I told you, somebody who we left behind on the trip started to have fun with everybody and talking about alien abductions, demons, all of these things that you shouldn't be talking about in the moment of going on an adventure because you're supposed to let it take you. You don't walk up to the pilot, slap his ass, throw him off the chair, and then hard left on the plane. That's not how it works. So he's starting to like ramble people's minds. It's getting kind of weird. Everybody's kind of getting like a weird vibe from it. So we all decide just to walk away from him and go to the park. Now, as we're walking up the street, the shroom trip is highly hitting at this moment. We're right at the peak of it, right? We're walking forward. All the trees were upside down. The houses all looked the same. And as we were walking up this street, all of the houses were bobbing up and down almost like a Mickey Mouse black and white old school cartoon where he's sitting there whistling bobbing and everything is breathing and moving. And we're walking like on an escalator, moving forward, all of us bobbing and moving together. We feel like we passed six, seven houses. We stop, look back, haven't even passed the first house yet. Incredible, right? So as we're walking, we're starting to conversate. And now I'm starting to feel more attuned at this moment. I think my pineal gland was really waking up. And so they must have felt it because, again, I only knew one of the guys. The other three I didn't really know. The guy that I knew looks at me and he says, hey, man, how are you feeling? So I look over. All four of them are staring at me. Their eyes go black and their mouth goes to a jagged smile and then goes back to normal within a second. I look right away from them and I say, we're doing good. <laughs> we keep walking. Instantly in my head, I realized the people are not who that I think they are. They are demons in plain sight. And no, I don't mean demons from hell. I mean entities that have consumed people and attached themselves to them to where they are trying to get at you as well. Want to know why I say that? The next thing that ensues is mind crippling. So now we finally get to the park. They're all ahead of me now because I'm consumed by this car in the distance that's driving by on the street. Where the car was driving, there was like a almost a telescope or like binoculars, a circle around it. And the car itself looked like just as I remember cars looking. And the entire world around it as a circle was the world I remembered. 
But as it passed by, it looked like that same world, but as it was gone, the world went back to this new world that I was within. S crazy concept, right? So I look back to the park, down where the gazebo is, and they're already down at the gazebo. And it was a pentagon shape. Symbology is a big thing. As I'm walking down to them, where the pentagon, the pentagram is, it's dark, but we're going down to this gazebo. There are four tables, perfectly spaced and aligned with each other symmetrically. And I get there, there is a random black office chair sitting in the center of the gazebo. I walk up, all four of those guys are sitting directly in the tables, dead center, cross-legged, all looking at me. I'm getting chills talking about this. They all look at me and they say at the exact same time in the exact same tone, sit down. And as they say that, the gazebo starts to close in. Its sprinklers are going on in the distance. They are now raining water off the gazebo and it's turning into a trap and it's closing on the chair. I had two choices to make. Either one, I follow what I was told or two, I let go and I did. I ran. My body told me, leave. I know we've never talked about this, but the whole fight or flight thing, something inside of me said, if you do not leave right now, you're going to be in Hollywood in three years as a leading actor, and you are not going to be yourself anymore. Something of that extent dark, right? I dipped, and I ran. And when I ran, I don't know where I was going because, again, the world was not like I remember. Even though I was technically six minutes of a walk away from my house, I had no idea where I was. So now, I'm walking, and the road is going on forever. And at this time, this is when I was still working at the farm, and I was doing a lot of the um, caretaker stuff outside with the property, and I was still working at In-N-Out, no direction in life, but I was doing a lot of labor, right? The entire road turned into sprinklers, broken sprinklers, burger joints, and it went on forever. The life I was going down, and it freaked me out because I didn't want that. So I let go, and I stopped fighting it, and I sat there for a while. And in doing so, I was able to find my phone. I looked at my phone and I looked down and I couldn't even read the screen. But somehow, some way, I was able to figure out what was going on. I finally started my adventure home. And on that path was one of the most arduous journeys. What entails after that is only for me to know. Because that lesson after there was what showed me where I needed to go. And that was only when I let go. My ear just started ringing so loud because I was told to not tell you what I was about to say. You might not believe me. You might not even think what I'm saying is true, but I would never lie to you because I'm only about truth. That was one of the most insane and incredible moments of my life. And if it wasn't for me letting go, I would have never been able to have sat in front of you and given you the truth within me. That's how powerful that experience was and why I say everybody needs to try it once. Much safer environment, though. I'm a much stronger person than I thought I was. Personally, I have tested also microdosing lately, which uh, was probably the end of last year. I was able to procure, procure a chocolate bar with mushrooms, and it had like 12 tabs on it, right? And it tells you on varying degree how much to take to basically what you would like to experience from it. One to four is a body, Four to eight is a mind. Eight to 12 is a world warp where you go to where I basically went, right? So I tested by taking two to three for like seven days straight to see how attuned and how the world would react around me. 
And let me tell you this, I can see why people get heavily addicted to those things because it elevates you. And like I said, it's a cheat code. It basically makes you inner workings awakened and you become so attuned. You're basically almost in a sense, attaining powers you shouldn't have yet. Think of it as this is what I call them now. And this is why I know it's not something you should ever do a lot, but experience once when you can. It basically felt like I was taking roids like the best of the best steroids. And I was lifting like Arnold Schwarzenegger, getting the buffest body within months when it took me, somebody who does it naturally, seven years to obtain, right? It felt like that and it didn't feel right, but also it felt so right, if that makes sense. It literally felt like where I need to be, but I'm doing it not the right way. The only way I've ever felt that way, attuned with the reality around me, nature, the consumption of my reality, able to analytically digest my thoughts, to compress my emotions, and to totally be present in the existence of what I'm within in that experience is fasting. And that's why, again, I'm telling you, you need to let it go. You need to let go of your thoughts of psychedelics. You need to let go of your thoughts of what you think is right or wrong. And you truly need to let go of the concept that you need to eat to survive. You don't need to eat to survive, you eat for minerals. Minerals are condensed into certain type of molecules, whether it be something like leafy greens, mineral based from Celtic sea salt, uh, coconut water, fruits and vegetables. You do not get buff from eating meat. You get buff from the minerals inside of it. So cut out the middleman and eat things you need to. Let it go, I did a whole discussion on you are what you eat, go listen to it. I had to let go of the person I was. And the thing that is so consuming and interesting about a psychedelic trip is the thing they don't talk about enough, which is you start to let go of your image. You let go of your ego. You let go of your pride. And for myself, the hardest thing I had at that point, letting go all of these experiences that defined me. But in factuality, I never registered and contemplated the ideology that the experiences are what led me, not defined me. I was going to where I needed to be. I wasn't becoming what I was through it, if that makes sense to you and resides. That's why I had to let go. Even now, somebody amazing I recently met, I had to let go. And it wasn't even my entire choice because I didn't pass the test. I failed, but that's okay. Because in failing an experience, you can attune to grow for the next challenge. And I'm forever grateful for that and I cherish that experience I made. That is how this all works. I want you to be advantage over everything, to have the advantage. I want you to have the ability to overcome any obstacle that comes your way. And I truly want you to be so invested into the moment, you will not miss these once in a lifetime opportunities because you can't get out of your own way. You can't let it go. I don't want you to hold on to something that makes you angry for so long. It literally starts to take away at not only how you think about somebody, but the entirety of the exploitation or exploitation that happened to you because of that circumstance. Let it go. I don't care what anybody did to you. Forgive them. Forgiveness is not for them. It's for you. You have to move forward and let it go. I don't care what somebody did to you. I don't care if they cheated on you. I don't care if they neglected you. I don't care if they let you down. They promised you something. It didn't happen. Stop being present and mortal. You have to attune to a higher frequency. You need to let all of that go. People are what they are because they don't know yet. You cannot hold somebody accountable for things they don't know. It's ignorance. 
Why would I be upset at somebody for being an asshole if they don't even know they're an asshole? There's a difference between two types of drivers, okay? Both are shitty drivers. The one who doesn't know it, I can't be upset. They don't know it. But the one who knows it and continues it, you're worse off. See the difference? You have to let go of these images you have of yourself. Stop looking in the mirror physically and defining yourself off of what you see. Stop allowing other people to consistently infiltrate your mind because of how they represent the image they are, in uh, I guess, ingesting, that they intoxicate themselves with. Lust is a dangerous tool. Love is a powerful weapon. Unconditional love is divinity. That is what you should wish to obtain. So now, again, when I say let it go, you should take that in wholeness and really think about using it in anything that ever upsets you. If something's annoying you, let it go. Just, it's fine. If somebody is stressing you out, let it go. It's not that important. If somebody is not doing you right, just let it go, please. You're only hurting yourself. Stop holding on to these things. What are you, like a bank and they deposit it in you and it's like your freaking oath as a service system that you can't let it go until they take it back? They're not gonna take it back. They did it on purpose or by accident. And if they did it by accident too, it's fine. Forgive people. You need to have forgiveness in your heart. That is one of the most powerful things as well. Because again, I forgive you. I now know what you are and I'm not going to allow you to overstep on me. But I forgive you. Here's another one, right? It's going to be a little darker. Let's say you're with somebody for a long time. You come home and they're cheating on you. You don't get upset. You don't get angry. They've shown you what they want. That is their choice. Forgive them. Let them go, let them be, move forward with your life. It's not to say you forgive them, you're like, oh, it's okay, honey, obviously I'm not pleasuring you the way I need to, I guess that's the guy that needed to do it for me to step it up more, I'll do better next time, honey. No, it's over with, the chapter is done, it's time to move forward. Do not let this stupid pettiness of human connections confine you. Do not let like somebody believe that you're less of yourself because you weren't something. Like if they start gaslighting you, I don't know how else to tell you they're not the person for you. Imagine finding them doing something out of line and then they make you feel bad because you were the reason they did it. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, because you left the gun outside on the table. I picked it up and shot myself in the leg. It's your fault for leaving it out. Uh, how about you don't shoot yourself in the leg, okay? Well, it's not my fault you brought this guy over here all the time. Then we started talking. He started reaching out and then I fell for him and I slept with him. That's your fault for introducing me to him. I know it's your fault for not keeping your legs closed. Imagine being that attuned to a physical reality. You got to get your rocks off. Let it go. Okay? Let go of this fondleness you have in your mind that people say like, oh, intimacy is the most important part of a relationship. Uh, I'm telling you right now, if by the grace of God itself, I am able to align and attune with somebody on this plane of mortal existence, sex is not even on my mind. I will not sleep with this person for a cool minute. Do you know why? I'm not sure if you know this, but sex, we've talked about before, is sacred energy exchange. Why would you give that to somebody willingly? Imagine being a part of hookup culture and raising your body count. How about over a hoe phase, you have a self-love phase? How about you try that? Take yourself on dates, travel, figure out what you want in life, find your purpose, have a direction. Stop giving yourself to people who don't give two shits about you other than what's between your thighs. That is utterly disgusting to me and honestly says a lot about you and not them. I judge the artist, not the art piece. Okay?
You'll go to the art picture. You'll sit there at the museum and be like, oh my God, his work is Da Vinci himself. He is divinity. Look at his work. No, I'll turn around and look at him and say, talk to me, bro. Let me peel it back your mind. I want to know why you painted that. Not why it's painted. That's cool. It looks good. Pictures are worth a thousand words. No, the picture is what it is because he drew it in his image of what he wanted. You can interpret it all you want, Mr. Hipster Snappity Snap in the back of an arts club. It is what it is. I want to know why. Who are you and what made you do that? That's the true narrative of what you should search for. Let go your expectations of what you think people need to do for you, okay? It's really simple. When love is unconditional, you just let it be. You will know when you know. If something is stressing you, if something is giving you anxiety, if something is wringing your neck, pissing you off, frustrating any negative emotion that isn't on a higher frequency, it's not for you. How hard is that to understand? I mean, I'm trying to have understanding conversations with you, but we're still trying to get under this conversation. Imagine being so, oh my gosh, so unloving of yourself that you put up with people who don't give two shits about you. Imagine worrying about somebody who won't text you back. Imagine worrying about somebody who can do without your presence. That's comfortable with your absence. Let it go. And trust me when I say, you will be so much happier without it because you never needed it. You need nothing in this life. Nothing of physical, I guess you could say, obtainability will ever fill the hole inside of you because that hole is you. You just haven't stepped into it yet. That's deep. <laughs> so, no. I'm not trying to say that the escape from this reality is a psychedelic trip. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I personally believe at the end of high school experiences, because now kids are indoctrinated out of their yoo-hoo from society, parents, and schooling systems, and especially social media and big Hollywood and tech companies, they need to go to an experience where I would like to start this. This is why I would homeschool my kids if I'm ever blessed to have any. I would take my kids out to Yosemite, out to somewhere, Joshua Tree, somewhere connected with reality, the world, the presence of life itself. No shoes, middle of the day, beautiful day outside, and take a little bit so you can connect with yourself, the world, and start to realize and outerstand. Holy shit, I'm just experiencing a moment. That is the most eye-opening thing you can have because then you want to learn. Then you want to truly ingest yourself with knowledge of reality and the conceptual notion of why you are being predisposed to so many lies. Once you understand that the entirety of our educational system and pharmaceutical system is owned and operated by the same Rothschilds family. And I literally quoted when he started an educational system back in 1904, whatever it was. He literally said, I want a country of workers, not thinkers. Funny how nobody can think anymore. Funny how I give you a concept that rattles your brain and you run the other way and say, ah, the show's not for me. No, apparently you're not for yourself because I am the foundation for your consciousness. If you like me and what I do, you like yourself because I am you. That's how simple this entire show has been. And why at the end of it, all I can say is, let it go. That's all you had to do. Stop trying to live up to other people's standards. Stop doing shit to appease other people. Stop thinking you owe people stuff. You owe nobody nothing outside of obtaining consciousness for yourself. And when you do that, you have nothing but love to give everybody. 
and you're truly atoned and attained the divinity of what you are, the cycle and existence of forever. How incredible is that? I've started to really divulge into that. I don't want physical attraction anymore. It dulls me. I want something more aligned with sapiosexual, which means you challenge my mind. You intoxicate my perspective. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to always have a type physically. It's just my, I'm strapped into that physicality. It's hard to break through, but I can avoid it at least for now. But you challenge my mind? Girl, what you doing over there? Come here real quick. What you say one more time? You said there's 13 months in a year? Stop. Come here. What else do you know? The moon cycles are a rotation of controlling women's menstrual cycles, and that's why the reason why they're so emotionally unstable. Stop. So if it was a full moon 24-7, they would never have issues? Stop. What else do you know? What? You think there's multiple dimensions in reality? Oh, stop. Okay. Got to end the show here. This girl is talking some facts. I'm going to go talk to her for a little bit. So uh, if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Love.